The Arizona Cardinals re-sign a familiar face in A.J. Green and Eric Burkhart slash Kyler Murray make waves again. This is going to be a fun, fun podcast. Locked on Cardinals. Here we go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me uh, at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. You can also check me out on Thursdays on the Locked On NFL National Podcast with Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans. We have fun over there talking national stories. Also, if you didn't see me going live yesterday, midday, when the news dropped from Tom Pelissero that there's a chance that Kyler Murray will not play if he doesn't get a contract before the start of the 2022 season. Eric Burkhart, the agent, um, I'm not a fan. I think Kyler Murray's outgrown him and his ability to leverage a situation in a mature way. He's doing this in a 2022 way, and the Arizona Cardinals don't conduct business that way. If you missed that live, that's what's going to be the second and third segments of today. I'd love to rip it again, but I think in the 17 minutes that I went live on YouTube yesterday, I think it's succinct enough and you'll be able to get a clear understanding of what I think about exactly what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals and the ramifications for both sides. And if they pay Kyler Murray or if they don't and what the end result most likely will be in my opinion. So AJ green gets re-signed one year deal with $3 million in guarantees. 18's coming back to play in the Valley with sun. Once again, I think this is the right move. Not a lot of money. He's a year older and he played pretty well when DeAndre Hopkins was on the field last year. He had three touchdowns. He had four games of 75 yards receiving or more. Like, I don't understand why people are so up in arms about bringing a receiver back that's, you know, 6'4", catches everything, 50-50 balls, great red zone threat, and he's a great wide receiver too. Or hopefully he can move back to a wide receiver three role when the Cardinals roll out week one of 2022. This is a no doubt about it, great move by uh, the Cardinals, you know, it, it's a little bit of a, 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 of a lesser move. It's not high impact, but he now has a full season of rapport with Kyler Murray, which he didn't have the majority of when he didn't turn around to Rasul Butler or Rasul Douglas intercepted the pass in the end zone that clinched the Thursday night game win for the Packers, handing the Cardinals their first loss of the season in week eight of the 2021 season. This isn't that. Is he going to be a world beater? No. Can he be a fringe thousand yard receiver? Yeah. Do you know how many yards? It's like 60 yards a game, 55 yards a game. You know, a thousand yard receiver is something that's super overblown, but it's something that can get people bonuses. And if you told me that AJ Green, if he played, say he played 15 games next year, whether it be for, you know, rest or, or, or injuries or whatnot, if you played 15 games and he had 980 yards and seven touchdowns, would I be shocked? No. You do that in his sleep, especially with a top three wide receiver on the same side of the field as him, which they didn't have towards the tail end of last season. So I think it's a home run. Personally, I do. And what it does is it adds stability to the wide receiver room. It gives another veteran mind 
to kind of coax Rondell Moore into learning more about the NFL game, even though they play completely different styles of games, everything. It couldn't be more different between AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, Rondell Moore, the, the kid. But, you know, how you compose yourself, how you grow, how you learn, hopefully what those two guys can do is help the game slow down for Rondell Moore a little bit faster than it would for rookie wide receivers that are kind of out there on the run without the veteran tutelage that DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green can bring. That's it. I mean, I'm not making a huge deal out of this, but the fact that they brought him back and you know that you know who the wide receiver two is right now is AJ Green. That's more than we knew yesterday. And it still lends to question what the Cardinals are doing in free agency because they haven't done a whole lot. They've signed two guys that weren't Arizona Cardinals last year. They've lost three impact makers, four Jordan Hicks, Chandler Jones, Christian Kirk, Chase Edmonds. You tell me. But what we are on the precipice of is a very unhappy quarterback one. And this isn't all on Kime and Bidwell. This isn't all on Cliff King or uh, Kyler Murray and Eric Burkhardt, his agent. This is old school meeting new school. Uh, and it's just clashing social media world versus the Mesozoic era. I don't know how far back can you say that Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell conduct their business. The problem I'm going to have with this is, and I'm going to get in depth. I, I again, the next two segments, and I'm going to like the AJ Green thing was fine. There's not a whole lot of storylines here. Otherwise, uh, other than this, I want to preface what you're going to be hearing in the next two segments, hearing and watching, because what I did was I took the information that I saw from Tom Pelissero and I ran with it unscripted, and I just talked about all the different sides of what could come of this Kyler Murray, you know, debacle with the Cardinals regarding his contract extension. The fact that the Cardinals will not be strong-armed in the past just opens up a door a little bit, a jar, if I may, to the chance of Kyler Murray getting traded. It just opens just a little, just a teensy-weensy of him him getting traded. I don't think it's going to happen. Absolutely not. But the hard-headed nature of Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime it just make you you just have to have a conversation about that. And I talked about it a little bit in the next two segments. I hope you enjoy. Um it's good. I I enjoyed talking about it and I'm excited for you to listen to it. Betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the major league baseball season bet online is your, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more head to the website or use your mobile device today to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts welcome in locked on cardinals i had to go live today um the reports came out from tom pelicero that kyler murray will most likely not be playing under his current contract come the 2022 season. Got a couple problems with this. Um, Not from the Kyler Murray camp specifically, not from the Cardinals camp specifically, but the synthesis of the two is a joke. We know the Arizona Cardinals do things old school. We know they don't do things via social media. We know that they haven't fused well with the new times of negotiations 
in the light of the public. And I think Eric Burkhardt is doing a terrible job representing his client. I think Eric Burkhardt, Kyler Murray has outgrown Eric Burkhardt as his agent. With Cliff Kingsbury, another one of Eric Burkhardt's um, uh, clients, getting a contract extension through 2027, and Kyler Murray not being at the top of the list, it blows my mind. Now, we're in a situation that many other teams know all too dearly. Ask the nice folks in Green Bay how it happened with them. This is a very, very, very delicate time for the Arizona Cardinals organization. Is it delicate for Kyler Murray? Nope. He's going to get paid a lot of money to go play somewhere. When you have teams around the NFL that are monitoring your situation clearly, maybe take a step back, Steve Kime, Michael Bidwell. Say, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should pay this guy. Maybe this guy is worth 40 plus million dollars a year. Maybe. Maybe he's already in the top 10 of major quarterback statistical categories in the history of this organization through three seasons. Maybe the futility of the quarterback position that the Arizona Cardinals have experienced pretty much since their inception. I'll give you Kurt Warner. Sure. A couple years span. Absolutely. Carson Palmer is great for a couple years. Gotta love it. This is a long, long way away from Jim Hart and Neil Lomax. What Kyler Murray can potentially do for this organization is jettison it up into a portion of the atmosphere that we've yet to see. Kyler Murray is not the best quarterback in the NFL, okay? Nobody's saying he is. Nobody's saying he's the second best quarterback in the NFL. What I'm saying is Kyler Murray has the ability to elevate this team in a way that most quarterbacks wearing NFL jerseys today cannot. You pay him, you pay him the 38 to $40 million, and you're going to save money if you do it now. You save money. It's not going to be a lot, but you save it. And yes, oh no, he still has his rookie skill contract to work out. Who cares? Is there a mandate or a statute that says you can't pay your quarterback early? Nope. Carson Wentz, the Eagles saved a lot of money doing that. Didn't work out. But they paid Carson Wentz early. Kyler Murray is already ranked 7th in passing yards, 7th in passing touchdowns, 15th in rushing yards. Not just from quarterbacks. From anybody that's rushed a football wearing a Cardinals uniform. He's 15th all-time already through three years in rushing yards. And he's 15th all-time in rushing touchdowns through three seasons. You tell me that trading Kyler Murray for multiple draft picks is the right move, and I'll say, I'm sorry, you're wrong. With the futility of Steve Kime via the draft and what you've got with Kyler Murray should be plenty to see that this is a no-brainer to re-sign Kyler Murray. Or sign him to an extension, sorry, because he's, he's still under contract. Does that mean you're going to have to potentially pay him $45 million a year? Yeah. It's the nature of the beast. I don't think that the way the NFL is structured in that regard is rational whatsoever. 
just because a quarterback is up for a contract extension doesn't mean he's a million, he's a million percent better than the quarterback that just got the contract extension. It doesn't make any sense. It defies rational thought that, oh, you're up next. You get more than the last one. Why? Why? But where we are now, he's not going to get Aaron Rodgers' money. He's going to get between 40 and $45 million a year. And with the cap bumping up next year, and then as inflation goes, and as the TV money continues to increase, like it has compound interest on the years before, it's going to be a deal for the Cardinals if they re-sign him now. And you know what else it adds? What his genius agent put in that love letter to the Cardinals brass saying he wants stability, he'll get it. And you know who else will get it? Free agents. K1 is the quarterback one for the Arizona Cardinals for the future. There's no uncertainty. Like, if you look right now, and I know they re-signed AJ Green today, which is a great sign. You can check me out, Locked on Cardinals, Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms and uh, on the YouTube channel that I'm streaming from now. AJ Green came back on a one-year upwards of $3 million deal, depending on you know where he hits uh, with his incentives. If you're a free agent wide receiver right now, if you're a free agent corner, if you're a free agent anybody, do you want to come play for the Cardinals? With all of this mess that's going on? The Arizona Cardinals have never been in this situation before, ever, with, with the money that's at stake now. Sure, they got Carson Palmer. They paid him a lot of money. Fine. They have this situation that is unchartered waters. How do we deal with the star? How do we deal with a star quarterback? You pay him. That's what you do. That's what rational teams do. That's what irrational teams do. You pay your damn best player. You just do it. What he's done to elevate this team over the last three years garners $45 million a year. I'm going to throw up, but that's a perfectly rational statement to make in this day and age of the NFL. Do I think Cliff Kingsbury is holding him back? Absolutely. Do I think Steve Keim has the inability to build a roster around him to where they can really maximize his potential? 1,000%. Because of all of that, it's even more of a reason to pay Kyler Murray. I don't, I don't understand the other side. Okay, he missed a couple games last year. Sure. He was hobbled toward down the stretch last year, uh, two years ago. Absolutely. The offensive line was bad two years ago. It was fine last year. And that's not, you know, um, an excuse or reason for Kyler. Sure. He's not as durable as bigger quarterbacks. That That's true. Darren Sproles, until he tore his ACL, was one of the most durable players in the NFL. And he was smaller than Kyler Murray. Okay. Not the same position. Took more hits. Punt returner extraordinaire. Running back. At Ross Jackson, Nola, he can tell you all about it. Locked on um, uh, locked on Saints. Smaller guys aren't always not durable. All right, that was the first part of my live session yesterday. Um, hope you enjoyed it so far. Coming up next, the second part, the finishing portion of my conversation about Kyler Murray not playing 
if he doesn't get a new contract before 2022 starts. That's next. Locked on Cardinals first. Bill Barr. Bill Barr. You know I love Bill Barr. 17 grams of protein. Less than 5 grams of sugar. Less than 5 net carbs. High fiber. Low calorie. High protein. All chocolate covered. We've done this constantly and it continues to get better whether it be coconut coconut almond mint chocolate like there's so many good flavors it's insane uh they've got these protein infused puffs that they call them they're protein infused marshmallow again chocolate covered 17 grams of protein like instead of laboring through a protein bar in the morning just so you can get your protein because you don't want to eat breakfast or something it's a treat to eat built bar they taste like a candy bar but they're not not 17 grams of protein. Like I, I was asking my buddies in the in the Twitter in the DM between the hosts. I'm like, is it is this really possible that there's only this, you know, like three or four grams of sugar? Is that possible? I'm like, yeah, man, it's built bar. It's a beautiful thing. Go to built.com, use locked 15 as a promo code and get 15% off your order. Use locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Now is time for part two of my live uh, session that I did yesterday talking about Kyler Murray's contract extension and the question marks surrounding it. Hope you enjoy. What Kyler Murray is learning is how to grow in the NFL, in my opinion, more alone than what other quarterbacks get in more stable ecosystems. And I don't think that's unfair because what we've seen up until Kyler uh, Cliff Kingsbury was signed was he was a bad head coach. I still think he's not a great head coach. Steve Keim um, has had three 10 winning seasons. Bruce Arians, that was great. Uh, they went 5, 8, 11 the last three years. That's fine. The 2018 season was enough for me to see that he is not equipped to be the general manager of an organization. He's not. So what we're looking at now, I'm going to shift the focus back to Kyler Murray here, is we're looking at an unstable situation with the Arizona Cardinals. We thought that with J.J. Watt coming in, them trading for trading for DeAndre Hopkins, trading for Rodney Hudson, bringing A.J. Green in, bringing Mar um, Malcolm Butler in at the time, and bringing Robert Alford back, albeit smaller moves, can you know had this foundation in place for stability for the future we're seeing that there's more cracks in it that are trying to be covered up by band-aids instead of super gluing those things together or building a brand new foundation. That's the closer. The latter is more what we're seeing than we thought when the JJ Watt at all signings were made. So one thing you can do to jump forward and re-engage the stability conversation is by re-signing your star quarterback to a five-year, however many million dollars I'm going to throw up deal, that that's the going right now. If you believe in Kyler Murray, pay him now. If you don't, trade him now. What are we waiting for? What in the sweet mother are we waiting for here? There is zero sense to be made of sitting on your hands and not rectifying this one way or the other now. If you think that he's not the guy, get him out. You'll get four first-round picks for him. This will be one of the most insane trade markets you'll ever see for a quarterback. Ever. It doesn't happen. You know what? The Cardinals are close to seeing that happen if they don't get a deal done now. Is, is Kyler being a little bit ego-driven and maybe not handling this the best way? We don't know because all we're hearing about, we're all, all we're hearing from is Eric Burkhart. 
Eric Burkhart, I don't think, is equipped to be handling this situation properly. Now, Kyler Murray is going to get paid. Eric Burkhart's going to get his commission. Is it going to be from the Cardinals? I don't know. With the draft coming up being so close and the Cardinals making no moves, no real moves of impact. Sure, Zach Ertz, James Conner, absolutely fine. A.J. Green coming back today, got it, okay? There's been no real outside impact from free agents. You know, Jeff Gladney and Will Hernandez, okay, whatever. The Cardinals aren't better now than they were when the season ended. Could you make an argument that they're looking around to see what's out there to maybe get a first and a second this year? Crazier things have happened. I feel like since I've been coming to the Cardinals, crazier things have happened just has to be in the dictionary when you talk about the Cardinals. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Do I think they're going to give Kyler Murray an extension? Yes. But Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Crazier things have happened. You can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thank you to everybody who listens all the time. I, 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 I didn't want to wait until tomorrow. Um, check out the podcast I did today with Brendan Clean from Locked on Suns. We had a great conversation centralized around the spine of the Suns being Monty Williams and James Jones and how the Cardinals are, are lacking that. I use, I've been using the word stability a lot. Lacking stability in that capacity, in my opinion, at least. And I don't think I'm being too harsh, even though the Cardinals have won more games every year since Kyler Murray has been drafted. I am still in the camp. And I think this is correct, that if Cliff Kingsbury had the 2018 roster, he would have been fired after one year also. But he had Kyler Murray, exciting, bing, bang, boom. Now we're looking at the future. When the going gets tough for the Cardinals, sure. Yes, 100% Kyler Murray shoulders some of that blame. 100% one of the most embarrassing plays, if not the most embarrassing play in his career, was in the playoff game with the pick six around the goal line. It was Carson Wentzie, okay? I get it. I've seen it. I've watched it. And yeah, he's been hobbled during chunks of the last two seasons. Novel concept. That's never happened to a quarterback before. What I've also seen is a young quarterback learning on his own how to become a great NFL quarterback. I truly think that that's what he's going through more than him getting the help that he needs. That's why I said last year when they signed Colt McCoy, that was my favorite signing of the offseason. That's not getting into like a, a homer category where it's like, ooh, Colt, just in case Kyler Murray gets injured for three games, he can go win two divisional games on the road. That's not, you know, why I said that. But with Kyler being on an island, like I think he is, that's not necessarily fair. That's not an absolute statement. With Kyler Murray not getting the support with the organization of the Arizona Cardinals, like other quarterbacks would get with organizations that had more stability, this is a more difficult situation because there's more of an angsty feeling to get paid now just in case things go sideways on the field, just in case this doesn't work. What if they win six games this year and they're close games and it comes down to play calling and time management and timeout management and not getting, you know, not calling uh, intricate end arounds on third and six when you need a, when you need a first down. I remember week one against Tennessee on the road, 
tweeting out after the first strip sack of Chandler Jones, putting the Cardinals inside the 20 yard line of the Tennessee Titans and the Cardinals getting a false start, having to call timeout and not getting in the end zone. I'm like, nothing's changed. You can choose to not see the forest through the trees. You can choose that. And, and that's fine because they did win 11 games. Like I get both sides of that conversation. And if you can't block and tackle, if you can't do the basics, you ain't going to win Jack. And what we saw was the Cardinals going on a run, which I think was led by the defense and Kyler Murray's ability to make plays happen behind the line of scrimmage and not so much the actual stencil of the 20 play calls that were scripted early in the game. Cardinals didn't score a whole lot. First drive of every game. Didn't do it. Kyler Murray running back and forth behind the line of scrimmage, finding somebody open, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, you know, or looking at, at his friend Christian Kirk, who he has got a built great rapport with, on fourth and two, he says, hey, go get it. Go to the pylon. And he threw it, basket catch over the shoulder, touchdown. Those are more the things that we've seen with Kyler Murray and not so much the actual natural growth when it's coaxed out of you, massaged out of you by a top coach and a front office that believes in you. We haven't seen that. We've seen so many oh-my-God moments from Kyler Murray. There should have been more at this point, and that's on coaching. The potency of oh-my-God moments from somebody as talented as him, that's on coaching, and that's been severely lacking. Going back to the conversation about the contract, what he should get, whatever he wants. And that puts the Cardinals in a bad spot because nobody gets whatever they want when it comes to the front office of the Arizona Cardinals, unless you're Steve Kime. That's where we're at. And that's where I'll leave you. That's going to do it for a Friday edition of Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, free and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. I'll make Locked On NFL Draft your second listen. Ryan Tracy and Eric Crocker, they do a great job. 30 minutes a day, man. All the draft insight you need, once again, free and available on all platforms. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. I'll talk to you Monday.